Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Let's right now welcome Peter McGuire. He joins from Sydney. Peter is the CEO of XM Australia. Peter, thanks for making time for us on the final trading day of the week in the Asia Pacific, seeing a little bit of positivity in the equity market there. Um, this week, we've seen, you know, pretty, I don't want to say dovish necessarily, because we've had a number of central banks. I'm thinking of the RBNZ, which really leaned in pretty aggressively, although yesterday the BOK was a little softer, I think, than some had been predicting. Are we at the point now where we can talk about the fact that we're on the other side of peak inflation? Yes, it might linger for a while longer. Rates may remain elevated for some time, but the worst is over. Fair statement? Well well, good morning, Doug. Yes, it could be a fair statement. And uh, I think that there's many opinions out there. And so if we look at first off from the Fed and their move forward and the minutes, and then we, as you mentioned, as far as the RBNZ, there are many different uh, components of this inflation story globally. And so, yes, we may be at that point, that tipping point, and we're on the downward track. One can only hope. But uh, at the present, I think there's still a lot of... Um, there's still a lot of confusion from the retail sector and certainly from the man and woman on the street as far as cost of goods and whether they're all being, um, you know, appreciated as far as, you know, they've hit that headline number. Uh, we heard from the uh, BOK governor that just this morning. He said that he's watching the Fed. As much as we're talking about the Fed likely to be on a slower uh, course of rate hikes, it's still higher for longer. You've got to wonder, are markets really justified in, in rallying over the last few days? Well, I think a couple of things, Hazelinda. I mean, it's been incredibly volatile, and we've seen that over this month, and it certainly hasn't disappointed across many different um, instruments. And if you're looking at the likes of crude, you look US dollar and look what's happened with equities. We've had a big sell-off as far as US dollar. There's been a return to some form of, I think, bullishness across equities. And the overall movement to, you know, crude being really punched down has been a positive tone. So that's what the market's telling me. I think we've seen a very strong move across, if you look at pound, where we were a couple of weeks ago, and certainly yen and euro, 
it's been very much a showtime for traders, and that's been a good sign. But the RBNZ basically indicated that by mid-next year, New Zealand could be in recession. As a part of the Fed minutes, uh, economists at the Fed are predicting that maybe uh, a recession in the States is now a 50-50 situation, basically a coin toss. Are we going to be looking at a recession in the new year? And if so, do we have to rethink corporate earnings in a major way? Well, I think you would have to think about that exactly, Doug, as far as those earnings moving forward and what impact it's going to have to PEs and so on and, you know, the cost of capital. And as you said, it's a a flick of the coin at the moment and that's where it's at. So there are, again, many different nations in different parts of this or along that curve that are deeper in recession or certainly feeling the pinch compared to the likes of US. So that's the hard part at the moment as far as globally how they're tackling it. If you look at the likes of Egypt, you look at the likes of different nations in that MENA region, they're certainly under the pump and it's uh, it's going to be a very tough, I think, three to six months ahead of us. Peter, what happens to yields? Treasury 10-year yields have come off a fair bit after threatening to yeah. push towards 4.5% just a month ago. Where to for yeah. yields? Well, that's a hard one, as Linda. I mean, you know, it's been real. It's cratered over the last couple of weeks, and you're really being again pushed down heavily. So we've just got to see the the sentiment coming out of Fed. What goes on? And if you look at you know the the actual dovishness, I, the the issue across the Fed also is one of confusion with many of its members with a different mindset. Some are still hawkish, mm. and you know, and then you've got the issues as far as Fed Chair Powell. So. I, or, or viewpoints. So that's the real matter at the moment where we get um, a feel before it, before Christmas. Peter, let's start with China. As Doug mentioned, record COVID cases, even as the government talks about more support for the economy, for the property sector. How are you assessing the risks of buying China? Well, I think it has, Linda, a couple of things. First off, over the last month or two, uh, from my viewpoint, looking from an Australian lens, we've seen a positive tone coming out of China and things were going to be right. Oh, well, even to the point of traveling there and things are looking on the up and up. And now moving over the last, say, two weeks or a week and a half, confusion and now relocking down with record COVID cases. So that is creating, I think, market confusion. Market sentiment has been a little bit washy. And I'm looking at the CSI 300, you know, 37 and a half. It's, um, it's a little bit bit up, but it's still well off its highs and the Chinese property sector has really got some major issues as far as local government and, uh, you know, the revenue from uh, from selling property. A number of houses have already started to reduce their growth forecast, GDP growth forecast for China. Nomura yesterday uh, yeah. cutting the growth rate for the new year f- down from what I believe is 4.3 down to 4.0%. Doesn't seem like people are ready to to throw in the towel on China yet. But in terms of accommodation from the government, a lot of folks yesterday were saying, be on alert, we could get a triple R cut as soon as today. Do you think that's in the cards? Well, it could be. I mean, Doug, I won't put anything away. And when you're looking at that number, you know, it doesn't sound much 4.3 to 4.0, but it's, you know, the best part of probably close to about a 75% move if you're looking at the, uh, the number of as far as how much that's scaled back. So that really is a concern. And how that moves forward with the other banks probably having a similar viewpoint. Yes, I wouldn't be surprised for China to take some aggressive stances. If 
a triple R cut won't cut it for investors, what would? Is it just a case of waiting for China to to do away with its COVID zero policy? I think so, as Linda. I think that that's got to be the the, the move or, or the move forward. And I mean, I've been to China a few times in the middle of winter, and it's not a pleasant spot. So it's damn cold. And if you're going to be in a cold environment with a with a flu, COVID, then uh, that wouldn't surprise me for it to actually hit bigger numbers, you know. So there's the point in time. China's either got to change its ways or it's going to languish even further from a growth perspective moving forward. Peter, yesterday we were talking about uh, Bill Ackman's call that yeah. uh, on the Hong Kong dollar, that essentially given the fact that China is extending its reach into Hong Kong to such an extent that there's no choice now but for the the, the peg with the U.S. dollar to break. Do you think that's possible here in the near near term? Well, I I mean, Doug, that's been a long-term rate. uh, Well, it's been glued to that sort of of number, and maybe you might see some – you might see it happen. I won't be surprised – and uh, we all understand the conditions there as far as growth numbers coming out of Hong Kong, which are fairly fractured and, and, and fairly weak. So, yes, I wouldn't be surprised to see that peg, um, um, you know, change, change its strategy. Peter, looking at the yuan, that rebound, how sustainable is it as long as COVID policy stays? Well, as Linda, that's the issue. I mean, you know, that's a big if, if COVID policy stays. So... You know, you, I think you'll uh, you'll see continued price movement, price volatility, and uh, it's it, it's just the the way of the world at the moment. We're just going to see how China beds in over the next couple of months, leading up to Lunar New Year, whether their policy changes or. Uh, you know, and what impact naturally that has to currency. So show me your hand at the moment. How are you playing markets right now, Peter? You got, let's say, the next six months to deal with, the likelihood that we're going to be in recession globally. What's the house view at XM right now? And how do you how do you play these markets? Well, I think what we've seen is such a massive move to the downside really crushed that US dollar, Doug. So that's really been an enormous trade for retail traders as far as going long for nearly every currency over the last couple of weeks. Where that US dollar continues, do you see further softness of that US dollar index from that 106 sort of handle to 104, 103, 102 with the sort of dovish sentiment coming out of Fed Chair Powell? So possibly a cheaper US dollar leading into Christmas. Pretty hard to digest where we are by February or March. I just want to get through the next six weeks. I don't know about the next six months. (laughs) (laughs) Peter Maguire, CEO at XM Australia. Thank you so much for your time. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at CutterEconomicForum.com.